What's going on, everybody? What's up, folks? We are back, and we are officially out of work. Yes. <laughs> Kevin and I have both been asked very politely not to return to work. Not because we're sick, but also because we're essential workers, but we're not super essential. We're not quite <clears throat> that essential. <clears throat> we're essential, but we're not necessary. But, yes. but since the media is allowed to still go to work... So is we, because we are the media. Yeah. And you can actually trust us, unlike well, CNN, Fox, MSNBC, uh, pretty much any of them, because they're all fucking liars. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they do for a living. Just right. Lie. It's like being a weatherman. It's the only job you can fuck up every day and not get fired. Yeah. yeah so, you know, with that said. Uh, Crack one open for the working man. And we are currently drinking the most expensive beer that I've ever bought. I got a six pack of Miller Lite, and I fucking love it. Weirdo. I'm a cheap date, whatever. You are a cheap hooker. I mean, date. It's like they had this, and they had like uh, fucking long trail, and I'm like, you know what? We're gonna get the good shit. We're gonna get some Miller Lite. It could have been, you know, some really good shit. It could have been that natty man. I'm I'm a little bit more high class than that. It's true. I am higher class than you because I would not have stooped this. Low. Oh, but here you sit drinking it none the fucking less. It was free. <clears throat> exactly. Uh, and it's not fucking Ice House either because. Oh, no, no. I mean, no, no. no offense to anybody, but no. Ice House is fucking gross. Like, yeah. 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 Ice House and Genesee are like not great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can drink it in a pinch. It's, it's like Keystone Light. You can drink it in a pinch when you need to. But it's not my first choice. I mean, this could be Paps. That's, you know, it's cheap. Paps is too hipster now, though. It's like... Right, fine. Yeah, it's like douchebags with curly mustaches drink it all now. All right. So and I'm not allowed to go to New York to get Ginling, so... That's true. Because that whole state is, like, Supposed fucked. to be. Supposed... You know... Anyway, so... Speaking of things that are supposed to be. Supposed to be. Well, no, they are. Studio headphones. Yes, they Go are. Go to studio.com. Check out their their array of items of headphones, earbuds, and you can also get a um, Bluetooth speaker that they have. Get whatever you want. Put it in your checkout basket. And then go to checkout. Put the promo code of DarkWindows15 in to get 15% off your complete order. Because, you know. Because we not? like you. Plus, also, during this time of, you know, who doesn't want to save some money? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I want to save some money. Yeah. Especially since we ain't making none. hey yeah. High fives across the table. Um, also, go over to darkwindowspod.threadless.com. Uh, I understand if nobody wants to buy a t-shirt right now, I totally get that. I can't afford to buy a t-shirt right now. But once all this shit blows over and you got money to buy a t-shirt, go buy a Dark Windows t-shirt. They got all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, no discount codes, unfortunately. But uh, you can also go to patreon.com forward slash darkwindowspodcast and find us there. Um, that, if you spend $5 or more, you get a free episode every month. Plus, the one that we already have uh, in the can over there. So but We also uh, realize that yeah. you know, at this at this juncture... For the next few months, if you can't if do you can't anything. can't afford it, doesn't matter. We're still yeah. going to do Patreon episodes. And then once you give us five bucks, you can listen to all of the bullshits. Yeah. Don't, I mean. You know? 
don't feel obligated to to do any of that because you know people need to save money, you know, and be inside and you know for their. But if you're right inside, now. what better thing to do than listen sure. to a mediocre podcast? Very true, and it, you might want to have you know your own earbuds or headphones. I mean, we already because, did that one. Yeah, but I'm saying you know because I mean you might want them. You know, yeah, they come in handy. That's true. Just saying, this is that time where you want to get away from your kids, or and that if you're using others. your own headphones, you're not going to get butt flu from somebody else. True. So very true. So I'm going to apologize in advance, but I am going full-blown Alex Jones for this episode because we are going to talk about some weird fucking conspiracy theories. It was, uh, I'm turning the fucking frogs gay! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but uh, actually, I kind of threw this... Uh, I threw an idea up on Facebook and I was like, hey, we need we need something to talk about and uh, fucking... I don't think it was up there for a minute and our buddy Justin Rimmel from Mysterious Circumstances text me not even on facebook he's a classy fuck he's just like hey i got your phone number bam yeah, just some conspiracy fu- shit and i'm like okay classy fuck that you know just tries shows everybody up on you and does his whole thing on facebook and you know gets all gets his all sexiness Wait, up in there you're he's just mad dial- you're just mad because he's pretty you know? it's true. <laughs> but he, needs to, he needs to dial it down i hope he listens to this he will i've, I've been talking to him he's like i want to listen to this episode because i told him I'm he like, needs to dial the it down foil motherfucker because it's going to get weird listen he's go from a 10 to about a five, okay? A yeah. five is still too much. <laughs> All right, three and a half? I don't know, man. He's too handsome for me. I can't handle it. <laughs> it's like when we did the episode with him, when we had the computer set up. Oh, Jesus. It's like it looked like we were on like a virtual dinner day. It was kind of like, it was more, more than I could handle. It was, kink- <laughs> it was kinky. I mean, you know, he, he cracks a beer and, you know, smoking that cigarette. Going, it was kind of like, a, ooh, la, la. I'm not going to lie. Like, I wanted a cigarette, too, because I'm like, every time I see somebody smoking one, I'm like, you know what? I could do that again. I didn't I miss it. I never thought that. Anyway, so for I've got like four topics we're going to talk about. Um, oh, boy. And they're all real fucking weird. I didn't want to get too like heavy with anything and like get into like the fact that the United States government is willfully and knowingly poisoned their own people and experimented on black folks and gave a bunch of them syphilis and stuff. Instead, we're going to do weird shit. Well, that that's see the ones that you mentioned are actually true. I know. I know. But called, you know, um, let's see. Um, the Tuskegee experiment was yeah, one of them. Yeah, what else? Um, hmm. They also like neurotoxin fucking San Francisco at one point in time. <laughs> you know, it's, there's a midnight climax. There's a, oh, all the other stuff. that. They were also working on a, on a gay bomb to drop in Afghanistan, which that was that's fucking excellent. Ooh, they'd kill, ooh. No. You can't be gay over there. Exactly. And what it was supposed to do is it was going to, like, release some pheromone where all these, like, bearded cave dwellers are going to be like, uh, I'm going to start making out with this dude because something smells nice. And then uh, Green Berets are going to come in and shoot us all in the head. It's pretty much how it was supposed to work. I don't know if it ever got off the ground. I don't think so. <sighs> no, 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 no. We have the poppy seeds over there. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we got to send our boys over there, man. <laughs> we need that sweet, sweet heroin. <laughs> We need to sell that shit. Anyway, so the first one we're going to talk about, have you ever heard of Phantom Time? Bullshit. Okay. So according to the Phantom Time hypothesis, Charlemagne never existed, and neither did 297 years of our history as an entire species. Are you fucking... Wait a minute. (laughs) All right, hold on. I'm going to probably piss some people off by saying this, but... um, 
you sound a little bit like, um, you know, those uh, super, super Christians that kind of say that the dinosaurs oh, never existed. No, this is different. <laughs> as he uh, says, as he looks. Oh, and there. you it's goof, you, and I just yes, waved it off. This is different. You silly bitch. Um, so if this theory is true, that would make the year, the current year 1723 – Meaning that we still haven't gone to war with the British for our independence yet. So, fuck. Keep a fucking eye out. We've got British. one of ours with you now. We're still British? Yeah. Until we tell her to, you know, execute Operation 1776. Okay, so. Uh, and she martyrs herself and takes out the entire royal family. Wait a minute. The man that put this whole thing forward was German historian. <laughs> a cousin. Herbert Illig. And he said the Gregorian calendar is a lie. Uh-huh. And Zionist propaganda. Not only is he not legally crazy, but he's probably still fucking crazy anyway. He says that he has evidence to back this up. In 1991, he proposed his theory and claimed that back in the year 1000 AD. Or for some of us, 1000. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Who cares? <laughs> I'm going to call it 1000 AD because that's how the article that I read was written. So be like that. Suck it. I will. Um, So he proposed that in the year 1000 AD, there was a conspiracy designed by three world leaders to change the dating system. Illig claims that Pope Sylvester II, Holy Roman Emperor Otto III, and Byzantine Emperor Constantine VII all got together and changed the calendar to make it seem as if Otto had begun his reign in the millennial year of 1000 AD rather than 996. The reasoning for this is that 1,000 sounds a lot more meaningful than 996 AD. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Huh. Hmm. So, hmm. Um. <clears throat> Shall uh. I continue? <laughs> So we're only 700 years? Imagine what the fucking technology is going to be like 200 years from now. Wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. We're not done yet. How, how are we only 700 years in? Because I haven't finished the article. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, not article, but my writing. So Illig further claims that the trio also altered ex- uh, existing documents and created fraudulent historical events and people in order to back up their claim. He claims that Holy Roman Emperor Charlemagne was not, in fact, a real ro- a real ruler, but simply a King Arthur-style folklore legendy kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> he explains that though all of the, this tampering and forgery, an extra 297 years were added to history. Illig says that in an adequate system of dating, uh, medieval artifacts, as well as over-reliance on written history are to blame. According to his research, the years between 614 and 911 AD don't quite add up. The years prior to 614 were full of historical significance, um, as were the years after 911. However, he claims that the ones between were pretty uh, boring, I guess, would be the word to put it. Okay. 
<laughs> he also points out that mathematical discrepancies between the Julian and Gregorian calendars further complicate things. The Julian calendar says that a full year is 365.25 days long. Whereas Yes, the, I never understood that. Right, yeah, yeah. No. Whereas the Gregorian calendar, the one that we currently use, yes. says that it's actually eleven minutes shorter than that. So Okay. Furthermore, Illig claims that Roman architecture in the tenth century Western Europe is too modern for the time period in which it was supposedly built. Through his phantom time hypothesis, he kind of makes it seem, well, he doesn't, but the whole idea of it makes everything seem a little out of reach. But he actually has supporters. Dr. Hans Ulrich Niemitz published a paper in 1995 titled did the early Middle Ages really exist? In which he claims they did not really exist. So, he has, I have a quote here from him. I mean, I can see the Dark Ages. I mean, the Dark Ages were dark, but they did exist. Right. I mean, there was shit to happen. Yeah. You know, but, no, you can't just wipe things out. And add stuff. I mean, yes, <laughs> I will admit, I mean, some part of this... He, you know, he's going somewhere with something, and it kind of makes a little bit of sense. As you throw massive air quotes at that. I mean, <clears throat> it, it does. It, I shouldn't even throw that. Because look at the shit that we've found, okay, that's been buried. Right. Gobekli Tepe, which is freaking ancient. Yeah, old as fuck. Yeah. They're saying, like, 13... 1400 years before uh, the pyramids the pyramids but no what, what I mean, he's 15 possibly but what, but what he's getting at is because there was a period of time where nothing really exciting happened it just didn't exist those years were just like fucking well listen so, it's like the, you know the Germans themselves I mean they, they didn't have any they have history. no history between 1939 and 1945 yes yeah <laughs> it doesn't exist don't you can't prove it so I've got a quote from him uh, between antiquity which would be 1 AD and the Renaissance of 1500 A.D., historians count approximately 300 years too many in their uh, chronology. In other words, the Roman Emperor Augustus really lived 1700 years ago instead of conventionally assuming uh, assumed 2000 years ago. So some of his colleagues kind of echo Illig, um, especially with like, the discrepancies between the Julian and Gregorian calendar and the lack of historical sources though Nemitz did admit that a, uh, a counter argument could be made as the as uh, Byzantium and the Islamic uh, regions were at war during the period which they claimed didn't actually exist well who were they well okay okay yeah yeah okay I agree with that yeah I mean because well you had you had uh yeah because you had the new Holy, new Holy Roman Empire. Right. And then you had... You <laughs> the know, new and improved Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> true. I mean, but still, which, which was uh, Constantinople, which is Turkey. Yep. I mean, they were you know, going at it with the Ottoman Empire. Yep, Saracens. Yeah. So, I mean, there, yeah, there was shit going on, but... Right. So, how was shit going on if that time didn't exist? Well, I mean... The same token, I can can see where he's going. I think he's I think he's just 
doing a little fuckery with this because I think he's trying to say that one calendar is dumb and another calendar is what should we should be following. Right. Which sounds like he's saying the Julian calendar is what we should be following. Yep. Which, but would that put us like further ahead in time? No, because the whole thing started like BC. Yeah. Basically. But, so, but the Julian calendar doesn't have a, uh, a BC or an AD. Because hey, I'm not going to make an argument in favor of or against either one of these idiots because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, but I'm saying, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. There is no BC or AD because it's just after, you know, bef- before whatever and then mm-hmm. and then after a domine, you know, after death. Or right. In resurrection. Yeah. So most historians worldwide are critical of the Phantom Time hypothesis, obviously. Because it's fucking stupid. Uh, countless historians yes. have chosen to argue it, uh, argue it, having used recorded dates of solar eclipses to do so, along with documented his, uh, histories from other parts of the world that would overlap the missing time periods. So, okay. so basically, if if these three hundred some odd, is like two hundred ninety six years didn't exist, why are we finding stuff from Asia that was going on at the same time and from the Middle East that was going on at the same time. So listen, they, did, they, did they just not exist in Europe? No, listen, listen. They don't know how to tell, you know, time and in years. They, they got confused. I mean, they're, they're New Year's in fucking June anyway, so. It's true. See? It's fucked up. See? You know. All right, I'm getting on the board on this thing already. No, I'm not. Okay, no. so you're in favor of this one. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really not. So are you ready to get into the really heavy-duty shit? Uh, I mean... Uh, yes. So, obviously, anybody that's listened that has gone back far enough to listen to our, um, like our Munich Olympics episode, mm-hmm. we've talked about Mossad before. Yes. So Mossad is basically like the Israeli version of like the CIA, I guess. CIA, yeah. NSA, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Like Israeli spooks, like bad motherfuckers well, you don't really want to mess with. But I think they're. They're more of a well. Are they? Are they more of a military? They're like the CIA. I mean, the CIA okay. still goes to Afghanistan and kills people. Okay, yeah. They kill people here too. So I agree with it. Yeah, yeah I'm supposed to. <laughs> Doesn't stop them. But did you know that Mossad has spy sharks, Jewish spy assassin sharks? First off, a I don't put it past them, and b c there it is right there. I don't put it past them. They probably do. So in 2010. Several shark attacks occurred on the south shore of the Sinai Resort in Sharam el-Sheikh, Egypt. After the attacks, an Egyptian military captain, Mustafa Ismail, went on the morning show Egypt Today. Wow. Which I'm assuming is kind of like, uh, I don't know, maybe like Regis and Kelly, but instead with a guy with a beard and a woman that can't show her face. No, I bet you it's like Today Show on NBC. Yeah, but like she still can't show her face. Actually, is Egypt like that, or are they allowed to like cruise around? No, with... no, they can okay. do that. Yeah, they can. They can. They're not. Uh, it's not Iran. They're not, they're not Sharia law. <clears throat> it's not Saudi Arabia. They're pretty much allowed to be humans, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I think. What? Well, Good job, Egypt, for being less shitty than the rest of. <laughs> well, I mean, they have a bigger history, lot big, big history. So, you know, with women leaders. So. Yeah, they've also got a fucking cat with a human face on it. So. Listen, things happen. 
Okay. Weird shit. So th- this Captain Ismail was introduced as a, quote, expert diver. And he claimed that they had captured one of the sharps. One of the sharps, huh? <laughs> one of the sharts. <laughs> goddamn sharps. So he claims they had captured one of the sharks responsible for the attacks at the resort. His experts examined the fish and found what most people would have recognized as a tracking device put on most likely by marine biologists. But these guys knew better. They knew that this was a guidance device implanted into the fish by Mossad. Mm-hmm. After the claims made by the major, another TV interview was done with the governor of South Sinai. Uh, phew, fuck me sideways. This is going to be a rough one. Muhammad Abdul Fadhil Shawosha. Sure. Yeah, perfect. And, I mean, he was try- also trying to stop a homeless kid from stealing bread with his monkey in the market. But, um, so he would say in the interview, quote, what is being said about the Mossad throwing this deadly shark into the sea to hit tourism in Egypt is not out of the question, but it needs time to be confirmed. Stories like this in the Middle East are, uh, are fairly common where something fucking wild happens. And of course the Jews, because you know, Jews obviously responsible for it. Duh. Um, so I had, I had to throw another one in too, because that one was a little short. Well, Did you just realize your fucking headphones weren't plugged in? No, they just keep unplugged. Oh. <laughs> I was no. going to say, no, no, are no. you fucking high? Yes, man. I'm can so I high. can I get some drugs from you? No, but Damn, did you, son. well, um, with this, did you know, well, we actually, in the United States, we were actually trying to do that, do something close to that with dolphins. Yes. They were, they were being used in, uh, I believe it was Iraq, they were being used as, um, uh, kind of like, um reconnaissance going up the rivers to try to find mines and shit for our boats. Yeah. Or, or Vietnam. We were trying to, like, do do stuff, like, during uh, Vietnam, Cold War, trying to use, like, dolphins to find mines or dolphins to do different things. You know, cause, yeah. Well, I mean. Dolphins are pretty smart. Yeah. So oh. I had another one I had to throw in because that one's a little short. Um, I believe it happened, though. <laughs> I, I took this one directly from Wikipedia, so take that for what it is. Oh, boy. In July 2008, the official Palestinian news agency, Wafa, accused Israel of using, quote, supernatural rats that, quote, can even, cha- can even chase away Arab cats to encourage Arab residents of the old city of Jerusalem to flee in panic. Splinter? <laughs> I watched for years. I watched my master Hiroshi. I, I just, I figured like, like those big, like New York city rats where they're just walking around, like fucking just like jacked to like, Hey, why don't you get the fuck out of here? This is Israel. Motherfucker. Get out. Go. <laughs> but you know, so quote over the past two months, dozens of settlers came into the alleyways and streets of the old city, carrying iron cages full of rats. <laughs> Wafa claimed they released the rats, which find shelter in open sewage systems. And trained turtles how to fight. <laughs> Hassan Kahader of the of the Islamic Christian Front for Defending Jerusalem and Holy Sites claimed that Israel's goal was to increase the suffering of Arabs in Jerusalem by turning their lives into a real tragedy by forcing them to evict from their homes and leave the city. Jerusalem municipality spokesperson Giddy Shermalig 
re- rejected the report as, quote, pure fiction. Uh-huh. An Irish columnist, Ian O'Dowerty, wrote after the incident, quote, I had something stuck in my teeth. Um, <laughs> yeah, quote, something stuck in your teeth. Okay. Quote, terrifyingly, even the rats knew the difference between Jews and Arabs, and they leave the Jews alone while terrorizing the Arabs. Further proof, as if any were needed, that these Jews are just too sneaky for their own good. That are, that the fact that Palestinian newspapers are perhaps a little biased in their coverage. So obviously, I don't believe this one for a fucking second. All that like being like real harsh towards Jews doesn't reflect our opinions, but it apparently reflect, you know, reflects that one like Irish dude. I mean, so. <laughs> all right, maybe it could be true because you know they did want to push him out of the West Bank and all that good stuff. So maybe, maybe that, maybe that could be true because rats are seen as nasty and but, you know and all I that mean, good stuff. They carry diseases. Couldn't you use something a little bit scarier than rats, like you know, dudes with machine guns? No, but you don't. If you don't want to be seen in in the light of you know the world is, you know, we're being more of an asshole than we are are already. Just use a sub covert act of rats. Subterfuge. Yes. <laughs> you gotta use that. Yes. Because the subterfuge, you know Chocolate peanut butter walnut subterfuge. Ooh. <laughs> uh, uh, walnut, huh? Do you say? You gotta throw walnuts in there, dude. Oh, okay. I'm just You don't put walnuts in it, it's not real fudge. Oh, well. It could be. Okay. So if it's peanut butter, then it's fine. So we've got two more. So we are going to take our break now because these two are a little bit longer than the other ones, especially the next one. Um, yeah, that's gonna get shit's about to get real weird. And uh, wait a minute, if it hasn't already got weird, it already is weird. No, they, they can't get any weirder. Sorry, you want to bet? All right, you ever heard of Eric Clapton? Yes, we'll see you guys on the other side of the break. So, Eric Clapton's a fucking serial killer, if you guys didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, Writer of, well, writer and performer of such songs as Cocaine, Layla, Sunshine of Your Love, Layla. Tears in Heaven, Wonderful Tonight. These are some really good songs. Yeah. I mean, everybody likes Eric Clapton. Yeah. So that's a list of some of the songs that he's written, you know. He's a great guitarist. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix, Dwayne Allman, Bob Marley, Stevie Ray Vaughan, George Harrison, Kurt Cobain. This Whoa. is a, This is a list of the musician that musicians that eric clapton has either a killed himself or paid to have killed competition huh a lot of it yes mm-hmm. he just didn't like bob marley because he was jamaican uh, plus also a he shot the sheriff then bob marley shot the deputy then he had to shoot bob marley to fucking cover his tracks it's like the sure. departed like the, the very end yes where everybody dies except for Matt Damon. Spoiler alert. And then Matt Damon fucking dies too because he was a scuzzbag the whole time. So, mm-hmm. See, that's, but, you know, one was more Jamaican than the other. One could smoke more than the other one, you know, which was Bob Marley. Yeah, he also and, got shot a couple times too. And Bob Marley was a fucking gangster. And apparently dude. Eric Clapton did not like that. No. Eric Clapton's also not Jamaican. He's plus also the I don't fact know where that, the fuck he's from. I don't know. He's somewhere. He's, you know, American. Something. Or British, I don't know. Could be. He's some breed of white. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he could be South African or, you know. Well, it's he white doesn't South. sound it, though. I don't know. Okay, maybe not. White South African because, you know, they are black. 
Really? Yes. Really? You mean like the continent where like every black person ever is like genetically from? There's black people there? Yeah. Holy shit. I know, right? Wow. See? It's almost not like the British took the fucking bottom of it and turned it into a colony for themselves. Actually, technically it was the Dutch. No, it was the British. It was the Dutch. Have you ever listened to Afrikaans? It's fucking Dutch. But the British made South Africa. So then the Dutch took it. What? I think you're wrong. I'm pretty sure it's the Dutch. South African did it. South Africa was part of the was part of the British. You're Empire. drunk. No, I'm not. And and uh, the Dutch actually had um, up further because of uh, Leopold. Oh, what a cunt that guy yes. is too. We're gonna talk about him. <laughs> he is a cunt. Yeah, world's biggest anus. Mm. Eric Clapton was in a group in the 1960s called Derek and the Dominoes. Uh-huh. During his time with the group, he connected with Dwayne Allman of, obviously, the Allman Brothers Band. Another real good fucking band. Mm-hmm. The two became friends and ended up... He says this in air quotes. Oh, fuck yeah, I did. Like, you could hear the air quotes. Mm. Um, they ended up recording some, uh, some like, guitar tracks for Layla, which, again, fucking fantastic song. So um, Dwayne Allman turned out to be better than him at the guitar riffs and... Have you ever listened to Dwayne Allman? He's pretty good at just about everything. Well, like I'm so saying. Yeah. And so, then he was like, listen, asshole. So just a few months after they recorded Layla, Almond was killed in, again, a, quote, motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. What most people don't know is that Clapton is one of the last people to have spoken to Dwayne Almond before he crashed his bike into the back of a flatbed uh, tow truck. Hey, Dwayne, Dwayne, you have a good night now, buddy. You know, have a safe drive home. <laughs> You're going to well, not. Some people at the party that he was leaving claimed that they saw Eric Clapton walk back in from outside. Holding, holding a, no, a wrench? No, with fucking grease on his hands and his shirt and his uh-huh. pants and stuff. Um, Eric, Eric, your shirt's dirty. What? Mm. It's got grease on it. No, mm, no, no, it's not. See, what happened was I slipped. <laughs> I fell on it in the shower. <laughs> Um, but what a lot of people are thinking is that he sabotaged his motorcycle and broke a brake line, causing him to not be able to stop when he slammed into the back of a fucking flatbed. Aha. Uh-huh. He also killed Jimi Hendrix by, Bullshit. Sw- by switching out some of the prescription drugs that Hendrix had been fucking around with for a long time, which made him go from being a right hand, right, right. He was left-handed. Lefty. He played a right. He, Whatever. he was left-handed. Naturally, he played an upside-down right-handed guitar because when he was a kid, he couldn't afford to buy a left-handed guitar. So he just fucking played it upside-down. He was actually right-handed, and then he took so many fucking pills because Eric Clapton was dealing him to women. See, it's because you're an idiot, and you think that. Um, But he he supposedly switched some of these prescription drugs out with something different that he had an allergic reaction to and uh, actually choked on it, like aspirated on his own vomit. So Because that's how Jimi Hendrix died. Well, I mean, when you're that high all the time. Right. I mean. When you're putting LSD, like, directly into your forehead behind a... A bandana. A bandana, yeah. And then you light a fu- uh, fucking guitar on fire. But you know what? For as fucked up as he was, one of the best guitarists of all time. Not the best one that J- that Eric Clapton had killed, though. True. So, he, al- he also had George Harrison killed. After he married George Harrison's ex-wife, George Harrison of the Beatles, Harrison had cheated on her for years and been verbally abusive. So he found a way somehow to give him lung cancer. (laughs) 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because that's how uh that's how George Harrison died. Died of lung cancer. So uh-huh. and Eric clapped and gave him fucking lung cancer. Gave him the lung yep. cancer. Snuck into his room and just blew a bunch of cigarette smoke down his hey, throat. Hey. <laughs> He's like <gasps> He smoked 8,000 cigarettes that night and blew them right into his face while he was <laughs> sleeping. He took a pack of cigarettes, pulled every single one out, lit them up. It was like... Smoked them like a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, George Harris woke up. What are, you doing? what are you doing, Eric? Shut up. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not doing I hope anything. you enjoyed having good lungs while you had them. <laughs> and then he like jumps out the window, just fucking smashes through it. Grabs a hold of a helicopter and flies away. God, dude, Eric Clapton might be the best fucking supervillain ever. <laughs> true. We need a movie, okay? I mean, Elon Musk hold is on. now the true supervillain. Elon Musk is like a bad day away from becoming an actual supervillain. We need a movie where yeah. Eric Clapton plays a supervillain. Like, fucking, like, crazy, like... Yeah. I don't know, fucking gun runner slash drug dealer, whatever. Yeah, But he's, Keep like, at the, at the top of the fucking food uh-huh. chain. I love it. And who stops him? Who? Kenny fucking Loggins. He's fucking just chasing each other in like Lamborghinis and shit. (laughs) White sports coats with the sleeves rolled up. Oh, God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are we going back to the 80s now? Because it's the most fucking 80s thing ever. Fucking Miami Vice? Yes. Whoa. Yes. It's the most 80s thing ever. Don Johnson comes out of fucking nowhere. Bruce Willis is like. Fucking Kenny Loggins sidekick. You be kind, motherfucker. Mr. Falcon. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, so we'll get back to the uh, back to the truth here. Stevie Ray Vaughan, who, in my opinion, is probably top three best guitarists to have ever existed. Uh huh. Stevie served as an opening act for Eric Clapton at the Apple Valley Music Center for a show. After the concert, Stevie. His brother Jimmy and Jimmy's wife were set to board one of the helicopters waiting to take them back to Chicago for another show. But who had already taken seats in the helicopter? None other than Bobby Brooks, Nigel Brown, and Colin Smythe, who are all members of Eric Clapton's hit crew. (laughs) With only one seat available, the co-conspirators from Clapton's gang convinced Jimmy and his wife to stay behind and just catch another flight. We got Stevie. We'll take him with us. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Is this like fucking, uh, like the whole fucking La Bumba shit with fucking, uh, Ricky Valentin or whatever the fuck his name is? Ricky Valenzuela or whatever. Fernando Valenzuela? <laughs> yeah. You know that really good musician that was a pretty decent pitcher, too? Yes, yes. God damn it. Fucking I can't... Roberto Clemente? No, no. Aww. What was his name? Uh,. Uh, Ricky Ricky Valens yes sorry I'm a bad with names Buddy Holly no Buddy Holly was already on the plane and so was the bopper yeah but they all died in the same plane yes but no it's kind of like that I think it was Richie Valens actually Richie Valens yes Richie Valens because Richie Valens Richie did a uh, 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 what was it rock paper scissors or juice straws or some shit like that yeah they drew straws and fucking Richie Valens got the the big straw the fucking the drummer or whatever is like ha ha motherfucker you gotta freeze your ass off and Rich Fountain's fucking on a plane and Yeah. Is this what happened? Same thing? Kinda sort of. Except thankfully for Stevie Ray Vaughn, he didn't have to have fucking uh God, what's his name? Yeah, that guy. Yep. Play him. Yep. Uh-huh. 
Yep. <laughs> and Gary was, Busey. No. Yes, <laughs> Gary Busey played Buddy Holly in a movie, in a biopic, and he was actually really good. But Gary Busey didn't play him in the movie, I don't think. There's there's a Buddy Holly biopic from back in like the 80s or 90s, like late 80s, yes, that Gary Busey played La, Buddy Holly, and he was actually but, really good. Not in La Bumba. No, dumbass. It was a, like a fucking Buddy Holly movie. Anyway, so these dickheads get Stevie Ray Vaughan into the helicopter, and uh, they take off and just fucking slam it into a mountain, killing everybody instantly. Uh-huh. Well, quote, pilot error was the official cause of death. Look more closely at the circumstances. One can easily see that this was all set up by Eric Clapton. But Eric Clapton killed his hitman, too. Doesn't matter. Collateral damage. Uh, so really, he didn't didn't really like those guys. So he was like, listen. No, he's just like, listen. Take one for the team. Exactly. I'm going to take care of your families. we got to make this look good. Listen, or what he had was he had an airplane, okay, that was really like a voodoo doll. And he was flying around, and he had... You're a- getting, like, way too, like, on drugs for this. <laughs> so... And then he took it and was like, boom, slammed it into something that looked like a mountain. And it- I need to get some mushrooms or something from you, because <laughs> holy shit. So, I mean, obviously, he didn't do any physical damage to the helicopter like he did to Allman's motorcycle. And see, that's what I'm saying. But he did have three of his dudes that were like, hey, I want you... You guys are going to die. But we're going to kill this motherfucker, too. Ah, martyrs. And they're like, cool, sure. So (laughs) this is where it it gets a little stranger still. So stories surrounding the death of Eric Clapton's son, Connor, are another thing here. Um, So after the death of his son, Connor... Clapton composed the song Tears in Heaven, which is one of his highest charted, highest grossing hits of all time. Yeah. So Clapton originally wrote this song as a way to cope with the guilt over the disintegration of his marriage to Patty Boyd, who divorced him after finding out about his mistress becoming uh, pregnant with Connor. But rather than present the song as just another love song for another, you know, just another Love song about a woman, yada, yada, yada. Mm. Clapton knew he had to have a hook to it. So, during late 1989, he had a plan start to take shape. Clapton would sacrifice his own son's life to pull him out of his downward spiral that his career had started to go into. Uh. Well, media reports claim that Clapton wasn't even home when the accident occurred, Various reconstructions of the timeline indicate that not only had the time to push his own four-year-old son out the window, but he was also spent a lot of time constructing a plausible alibi for where he was going to be when his son fell out a window. Uh. Once the news of Connor's death shook the public in 1990, and after no charges were filed against him, Clapton knew that he was in the clear. He only needed a place to debut his new song about tragically losing his son. So his son accidentally. Yes. Oh, I pushed you. I sneezed. Ooh, chew. <laughs> and just like. A Jew. No, a Jew. Fucking chucked a four year old out a window. A Jew. Where? So 1992, Eric Clapton released an unplugged album. Before a national audience in a stripped down acoustic concert, Clapton played Tears in Heaven and dedicated it to his son. 
Now, here's where we're going to get into the fact that he's actually a serial killer. Because a lot of a lot of murderers will return to the scene of their crimes, and this performance once again put Clapton back in his old apartment, feeling the thrill of murdering his own child. So, that's not it, though. Wait a minute. Hold on. You don't. You lost me. He emotionally returned to the scene of the crime, instead of like you know where a serial killer will actually show up when the police tape is up, just to be like, oh look what I did, you know. I don't buy it. Hmm. I don't know. No, no, no. So, two other songs from the 14-song playlist have direct ties to his other murder victims as well. During his MTV Unplugged performance, Clapton recorded an acoustic version of Layla, the song that he had originally recorded with Dwayne Allman all those years ago. Uh In the video recording of this version, a visible glee can be seen on his face. There's no doubt he was mentally picturing his friend, Dwayne lying in a, in a ditch, dead, thanks to his own handiwork, <laughs> and after he cut the brake lines. Okay. He also recorded a version of the song, Before You Accuse Me. So that song was originally written by Bo Diddley, but was also recorded on the same session that Clapton was doing. What was the significance of this song? Before You Accuse Me was a favorite of Clapton during his live performances, and guess who just so happened to cameo on stage with him during most of these performances. Stevie Ray fucking Vaughn. It's all coming together, isn't it? And, and see, if you're not guilty, then why would you put make a, do a, because a song, you know, don't accuse me? Because you're doing this to prove that you're not guilty, even though you are. You're uh, fucking crazy. Uh, he also paid somebody to kill Kurt Cobain because he was threatened by his, uh, his talent. Good looks. Probably talent. both. So he paid somebody to kill Kurt Cobain. First off, A, it wasn't him. It was definitely not No. No, because you can't pull the tr- can't pull the trigger on a shotgun with your toes with your shoes on. No, but it, well, I'm saying it wasn't Eric Clapton. No. Uh, I no, it, Clapton didn't kill him himself. No, but there's a conspiracy hire... theory that it was between him and Courtney Love because she wanted the money. He Clapton wanted him dead and they because have a he love was threatened. Child. No, they don't have are you kidding? Like, dude, I wouldn't fuck uh-huh. Courtney Love with a stolen dick. Uh-huh. She's gross. Yeah. Sure. But, so that is... I, I, I buy the whole Courtney Love thing, that she actually wanted all of his money, you know, even though... She wanted the money and the rights to all the music. Yes. And, but... And Clapton wanted him dead because he was a fantastic songwriter, and he took him as a threat. But the thing is, though, is... Courtney wouldn't have been anything if it wasn't for Kurt. Exactly. I mean, and what was the what was the silver lining to Kurt Cobain's death? The fucking Foo Fighters. That's what. It's true. Yeah, very true. But I, I wonder. I wondered though. I was having this conversation with another guy, or a guy I work with, who formerly worked with. Since you're out of work now. Whatever. <laughs> Short term. I was talking to someone at my previous current employer. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I said to him, I said, do you think that if um, Nirvana, you know, had still stayed around, if Kurt hadn't died, uh, committed suicide or, or was Quote killed, unquote whatever. committed suicide. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Was suicided. What did he know about Hillary Clinton? Oh. Bill was in office. Mm. Did he know something? Maybe. 
Holy shit. <laughs> We're on to something now, dude. Craziness. I told you I was going to Alex Jones with this one. Whoa. Fucking A. So he knew too much? Gay frogs. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. No, I, I said, if Nirvana had stayed around, do you think that, um, what's his name, would have still made Foo you know, Dave the, Grohl? Dave Grohl had been the, gotten off on his own for Foo Fighters, or do you think... You know, Nirvana would just still have stayed together, and that would have been fine. I think eventually they would have split. He said that – well, the guy said he thinks that they actually would have stayed together. I don't know. I think they would have eventually split probably over creative differences. I don't know, man. But you know what's really funny, though, is I watched an interview with – like, they interviewed all of the Foo Fighters at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were talking to the drummer, and he's like, do you know how embarrassing it is to be the drummer in one of the biggest rock bands in the world and know you're not even the best drummer in the group? How sad is that? You'd be like, I'm really good, but I still suck compared Mm -hmm. to the boss. (laughs) Fuck. So, you ready to talk about some alien shit? Oh, you know it. (laughs) Are you ready to talk about aliens and the Iraq War? Nice. And Saddam Hussein? Okay. Dude. Okay. March 19th, 2003. The U.S. and coalition forces officially invade Iraq. According to the news, the war started because Saddam Hussein was building, selling, and allegedly hiding weapons of mass destruction and financially backing the group that was responsible for the attacks on 9-11. The truth is the Iraqi military and government was hiding something that the governments of the world wanted more than to stop trafficking of WMDs. They wanted Saddam Hussein's Stargate. I can see the look on your face. <laughs> well, it's be- I guarantee I know why. It's because, see, A, we got all the alien information from the Nazis when we defeated the Nazis because the Nazis didn't really know. I mean, they knew enough about But them. did we ever actually really defeat the Nazis? Because Hitler well, went to Argentina and Antarctica, remember? Okay, first off, A, we defeated the, what they wanted us to defeat. Okay, yes. first off. We'll start there. And then we just got the technology because... Our aliens talked with their aliens. We, they had lunch. We got together. You know, sayonara. Let's Our people will talk to your people. Yes. Well, so, you know, they're like, oh, fucking Saddam's got a fucking Stargate. We need that motherfucker. What are we going to do? Well, let's get into that. We're going to start off with what a Stargate is. A Stargate is an Einstein-Rosenbridge portal, which allows um, rapid travel between two points. Basically creates a wormhole. So you could just kind of mm-hmm. like... And walk through and be somewhere else completely. Obviously, this isn't the only Stargate that exists. The Nazis that run CERN have one, too. I'm proud to say that a lot of the research for this particular topic came from a website with a black background and white writing. So I sacrificed my fucking eyesight for you guys. See, we don't want to have we don't want to have our portal. See. Yeah, this, this, it's going to get like real Joe Ledgery here in a little bit. So oh, hold on to your socks, bud. Yeah. So this one goes back a, like a real long time. Um, the like ancient Sumerian time. And uh, I'm going to go off an excerpt from a book called 12th Planet by I'm sure a lot of our like uh, alien fans, including you are going to recognize the name Zachariah Sitchin. (laughs) Uh, This is a man who spent a lot of his time studying ancient Samaria and the ancient alien theory and was also 
and I hate to do this, an expert in the ancient race of the Anunnaki. Goddamn Anunnaki. So here's the quote. Which are, hey, they have to be real because they're in the Bible. Did you just listen to what you just said? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, so the Anunnaki being in the Bible as proof that they exist is like proof that fucking Batman exists because he's in a Batman comic. Yeah, so? What's your point? What try Get at, mister! See there, bobbing, weaving, ducking, diving, dodging. Dodging punches over here, because, like, <laughs> you're all over the fucking place. I mean... <sighs> Listen, Spider-Man. I don't want to hear it. Anyway, so here's a quote from, uh, from 12th Planet. The Anunnaki, which which uh, translates to the gods from the sky, placed a stargate on our planet for instantaneous transportation of humans to communicate peacefully with other worlds. The Anunnaki, hoping that the Earthlings' intentions were pure and good-hearted, left this in control of the civil heads of government in Uruk. The city also possessed airstrips for landing and levitation uh, for alien craft. The mass amount of Western interest in the area, including Egypt, have led to many crazy conspiracy theories. But if you disregard all the fallacies and those theories, you come out with the truth. So the whole Middle East is like chock-a-block full of alien bullshit that's like, hey, we left this here so that when we come back, we can just fucking, like, scoot. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) The Middle East is like O'Hare Airport <laughs> for fucking aliens. We come in, we land in Egypt, we go over to uh, Afghanistan, we grab some fucking falafel or whatever, then we hit Iraq because that's where our gates are, and we're fucking gone again. Yes, yeah, so the thing is though they have a they, but then they have to land over in you know on the other side of the world, you know, because there is a landing strip. They there. don't have to land there. They got a Stargate dummy. There's a landing. They strip. just go right through. Listen, the. That the um the fucking the Nazca lines, they're actually in Nazca. There is a fucking landing strip. I think I w- I would think that more is just like a billboard for them. Like you're just flying by and you're like, no, there oh, is. Oh shit, we can get hot dogs. No, no, no. Oh, we already passed. No, they're like, they're like I want oh, hot dogs. Oh, look, look, look. Wait, honey, honey, they've got oh a lizard, monkeys, lizards, a big fucking spider. Oh, let's land here. Yes. And then fucking there's right. fucking nothing except for dinosaurs. That's true. There's dinosaurs there still, too. So that's that's a different fucking story though, for a different episode. But thing is, though, there is a landing strip on top of a mountain. There's a fucking, like, perfectly flat. A very, very well manicured landing strip. It is. Yep. They fucking boom, land. Is it, like, triangular? Is it just, like... It's... No. Well, maybe. Possibly. Does it go, like, all the way around the curve? No. Okay. No, no, no. It's just flat. We're talking about two different kinds of landing strips. <laughs> yes, yes. It's just flat. <laughs> well manicured, though. So here, here's where we really get into it. George H.W. Bush. Being Bubba the, Waka. Yeah. He was, so he, if you don't know who he was, he was the former head of the CIA. Former. And uh, he had a file. That, Vice president. Yep. Also, probably responsible for Ronald Reagan getting shot. Hmm. Maybe just a little. <laughs> um, Maybe. So he had a file from the CIA about all of this shit going on in the Middle East, including the Stargate. 
And when he became president, he would use this as an opportunity to invade Iraq. And he did so in 1991, pretending to give a shit about the war between Iraq and Kuwait. We weren't there to stop Saddam Hussein. We were there to get our motherfucking Stargate. That's why Building 7 was pulled. And of course he failed, obviously. So a little over a decade later... Well, well, how, how do you know he failed, though? Because a little over a decade later, his son, George W., would attempt to get his hands on the Stargate for strategic purposes. It's true. There's a reason we went back. And that's why he pulled Building 7, because there was some information in there that, you know, didn't want anybody to find. Uh, Building 7 was an insurance scam. Probably. It was. All right, we'll go with that. So the main part of this story was brought to the table by a man named Michael Sala, who authored a book titled Exopolitics, Political Implications of the Extraterrestrial Presence. He also has other titles, such as Exposing U.S. Government Policies on Extraterrestrial Life, Galactic Diplomacy, Getting to Yes with E.T., Kennedy's Last Stand, Eisenhower, UFOs, MJ-12, and JFK's Assassination, and he's also got a PhD, so <laughs> there's that. Um, see, I think, see, he's on to something with the JFK thing. Yeah, probably. I, I yeah. Majestic so, 12? <laughs> yeah, that's another one for another time. So in one of his more recent books titled U.S. Air Force Secret Space Program, Shifting Extraterrestrial Alliances and Space Force. Would you say Space Force? <laughs> I did. Really? Yeah. Huh. Considering we now have a space force. Yeah. And I'm I'm hoping that that shit turns into doom like right quick. Because if so, I'm down. I know I'm heavy, but in space, you You're doesn't light. matter. Exactly. I, could, I, I weigh like 260 pounds. I could be in zero gravity and fucking shoot monsters in the face all day long. Exactly. And all that would get tired is this right here. Trigger finger. Exactly. Especially because you got pulse cannons because you don't have to reload them. I've seen the movies. It's fucking... I mean, honestly, we'd have to... We have, well, we have to admit that we have pulse cannons. But um, if it turns into Doom, I really want the... Uh, you're going to be the Slayer? No, dude. No. I want the fucking shotgun with the, uh, the chainsaw, yep. but also with the grappling hook. But are you going to be the Slayer? He was a space marine, dickhead. Yes, but he was the Slayer. He was Doom Guy. But he was also the Slayer. <sighs> Slayer's a good band. <laughs> so, he said that previous to the first Gulf War starting, an Anunnaki ship was shot down over Iraq by an Air Force F-16 that was part of a secret mission. First off, A, that's bullshit because there's no fucking way they can shoot him down. How do you know? Because they can't catch up with him. Lucky shot. Golden bullet. True. Actually, you know, okay, fine. He was like, beep, 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 lock on, lock on, two, fired the fucking Welcome to sword. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> so when the- I was supposed to be at... <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys, I'm back. <laughs> I love that crazy motherfucker. And he lives like 35 minutes from here now. An hour. He lives... He lives Wait. in Ripton. It's like 45 minutes from here. No, he lives further north. No, dude. He lives in... He's on the Ripton Fire Department. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Anyway. So, when the craft landed, Saddam's Fedayeen troops, which, by the way, if you ever look up their uniforms, they wore fucking Darth Vader helmets. 
investigated the crash site and found the Stargate and got it to a team of scientists that got it fully operational again. I'm, I'm sensing a, 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 you know, a pattern here. I'm serious. Look, grab your phone. No, I'm saying there's a pattern here because we had the Nazis. You know, they were the fucking Third Reich. They were, they were the original fucking, you know, fucking Darth Vader and all that shit. And then we've got Saddam Hussein, who's like the Shwarma Reich. Yes. <laughs> Who was actually the you know the next you know the next go around of it? Following my lead here? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so before the second Iraq War in two thousand three, uh, Bush, uh, George Bush. Bush, ah, goddamn Bush, Bush and British, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> Bush and British, Bush and British Prime Minister. <laughs> Bush and British Prime Minister Tony Blair were both debriefed at the same time on a document called Iraq, its infrastructure of concealment, deception, and intimidation, which was used as cover to invade Iraq and Jack Saddam Stargate. I don't deny I, I, I'm, I'm fully on board with this bullshit because I guarantee, because I've heard so much stuff, I'm not saying shit, but stuff that has said we like during close to this time i think it was summer a little bit after that like we fucking pretty much came out and said hey yeah we've been fucking going to you know doing the shit with the aliens you know, yeah those, those crazy fuckers where do we get guys. wi-fi from well the grays no they don't like us that's what no those are the bad ones aren't they no dude uh was it eisenhower or truman harry truman had an agreement with him that's where we got fucking Wi-Fi from, dude. Internet, cell phones, all, right. all that shit. So there's some speculation that the U.S. involvement in Iran and Syria more recently is directly linked to other recovered alien tech, including energy weapons, anti-gravity devices, and possible light speed propulsion tech. Some people may be wondering why the U.S. government would want this kind of stuff. <laughs> well, again, like I said, it's going to get a little Joe Largery here, right? If you put all this shit onto one craft, what you have is an end to the arms race and a superpower that could never be challenged by anyone. Well, technically, at one time... Read Extinction Machine. Yes, <laughs> but at one time, we actually... Because I saw some stuff about this. There actually was, at Area 51, a they, they made fucking craft that they re-engineered everything... Mm -hmm. Actually, we're coming to the point where they could actually create this shit. Yep. I'm like, but this one guy was saying. Where do you think the tech for Harrier jets came from with like vertical takeoff? Yeah. Mm hmm. But there's a reason that those don't work well because it's not the right propulsion system. It's supposed to be anti-magnetic or whatever, where it uses the Earth's magnetic field to push itself up. But I don't know anything about aliens. I'm just shooting in the dark. Um, <laughs> so just imagine... A craft that can move at the speed of light that has a super fucking destructive energy weapon that could wipe out an entire city and leave no radiation to kill future generations. Or being able to open a Stargate in, I don't know, Dulles? We call it that because, you know, aliens sure. and shit. Sure. You open that bitch up and you can fly a fucking fleet of bombers from the... Matter of seconds. Directly from... Yep. 
the landing, like the, the takeoff strip. Yep. You hit the end of that Stargate and you're over Beijing or you're over Moscow. You bomb the fuck out of it. You turn around, hit that Stargate and you're back home in time for fucking breakfast. Sure. And nobody would even get a chance to see the fucking writing on the side of the plane. They say tea craft are real. Like I said, go read Extinction Machine by Jonathan Mayberry. Actually, read all of them. Yes. You got to get up to Extinction Machine. It's like number five. Yes. And it's real fucking good. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Also, there's there's some more that goes into it with like this kind of stuff that obviously the Nazis had built a. They did. Einstein Rosen Bridge. They did. Portal. Um, they had anti-gravity devices like De Glocka, the bell, um, which crashed in Kecksburg, Pennsylvania. Um, yeah, all kinds of shit. And I'm pretty sure the Nazis made werewolves. I know I mentioned that last episode, but I'm pretty confident I can find some some resources on that. True. And Abraham Lincoln was a vampire slayer. Yeah. You know, but and that's that's actually how FDR got polio, is from a Nazi werewolf. Gotta watch that movie. <laughs> FDR American Badass is one of the best films ever made. And Theodore Roosevelt kicked everybody's ass. Yep. But I mean, we as as a country we have known about aliens for a very long time. Yeah. And we actually before Roswell knew, and we're actually doing some tracking on them. Yeah. Because, because what I was actually originally going to do for this week yes. was the first UFO encounter on American soil, like, well, recorded, which would have been uh, Maury Island in Puget Sound. Wasn't the first, it was the first modern. Like I said, first recorded, basically. First modern day, because there was plenty of recordings of stuff. <coughs> I don't have coronavirus, I got a dry throat. There was plenty of recordings, like, uh, in different places. The first plausible recorded, because they had, like, believable people telling it. But, um, yeah. (laughs) So that's just a little taste of some weird-ass conspiracy shit that I can dig up. Uh, I had some other stuff, like, I made a list at the top of my paper. (laughs) Um, Let's see, what else did I have on the list? Uh, Avril Lavigne was actually replaced by uh, a body double because she died. Uh, Prince Charles is a vampire. The royal family are cannibals. Prince Charles has uh, has COVID. Okay. So he can't be. Do you see me playing the world's smallest fiddle because a royal is sick? <laughs> like I said, we have an infiltrator now. Okay. We're just waiting for her to like detonate. Was it, was it Char- <laughs> yeah, it was just Charles. Yes, yeah. Has it. The other one's a, a fucking pedophile too. So. Who? Andrew? Andrew. Yeah. Uh, he could die. That's fine. Um, what else did I have? A lot of shit about clones. Like, the president of the Congo is a clone. Um, Saddam Hussein wasn't actually Saddam Hussein. I think he was. Well, the one that we caught wasn't. Well, that was just his body double. Yeah. And there's also there's also a theory that Saddam Hussein and Fidel Castro were the same person. Mm. They look similar. Mm. Just throwing that out there. I think it's the beard. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit that you could uh, you can go into, but I mean, uh, it, there's also that whole uh, thing with uh, uh, what's his what's his face there. That's really not dead. He's actually a CIA operative. Which one? Uh, Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Tim Osmond. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> one of my favorites though is that Chris Kyle isn't actually dead, but Chris Kyle is actually Bradley Cooper. 
and Bradley Cooper actually got killed. Oh. See, there, there's that one too. A lot of really weird shit. Mm-hmm. So. Huh. Yeah. So Chris Kyle went against all of his training in in the movie that Bradley Cooper did about him. Yep. And didn't do things right. Yep. Because he knew if he had done things right, like he was supposed to. It would have been too believable. Too believable. Yeah, exactly. So return it into another full metal jacket. Yes. You can't have another full metal jacket. Because people would fucking die because it's so offensive. Yes, plus full metal jacket was so real that so many guys went out and joined the Marines. Yeah. And you don't want that to happen again. Wink, wink. (laughs) I don't know where you're going, but I like the road we're on. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff with like involving the Jews, too, but uh, a lot of it's, like, super fucking anti-Semitic. Wow. Like, you know, the Jews control the moon. They have a secret Jewish base on the moon. Bullshit. Where it's Hanukkah every day. I don't know if that's true, but that'd be a fucking party. Yeah, but then there's there's the real good one with the moon. Which one? That we never went there. Okay, that's not even, like, the tip of the fucking non-existent iceberg with the moon. Because also the moon doesn't exist. The moon is also hollow. Or the moon could possibly just be an alien craft that's just chilling out there. Because when we when we actually did land on it, it was hollow and it sounded like a bell. Uh, so Or we landed on it and then during that time frame, Or it's a hologram, one of the two. True, possibly, but I don't think so. Dude, there's a lot of moon theory. We could do a whole fucking moon episode. I, I almost think that, you know, we did land on there, but during that time frame when there was no something happening, we actually had a conversation with some aliens. Yeah. There's also a theory that a lot more people have gone into space than they than are recorded, but they're not recorded because they didn't live. Like the Russian cosmonauts, there were supposedly true. like thousands of them that went into into space, and none of them lived. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. Yuri Gagarin, if you want to look up the uh, the funeral pictures of that, they, they literally had a funeral for a fucking sixty five pound charcoal briquette. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. It's... Also, we could get into the fact that the Earth's flat, the Earth's hollow, Ugh. there's an ice wall at the bottom, that's why we can't go to Antarctica, and it's protected by NATO troops, which, fucking who cares about NATO troops? No, there's actually reptiles that live. There's lizards. Lizard people that live in the middle. Yep. And then, or actually, they, they used to, but now they're coming back out. Yes. And the, actually, some of our politicians are actually lizard All people. All of them. Yes. Bernie Sanders, and Barack Obama, George Bush, and Boris Johnson. Us. They're all lizards. The Queen of England is actually the Queen of the Lizards. And the aliens are coming back to actually protect us. I think we can handle it ourselves. I can shoot some fucking dinosaurs. I don't care. Also, oh, speaking of that, I found another one I was going to cover, but I was like, that seems a little too weird for me. Uh, the Egyptians actually used dinosaurs to help them build the uh, the pyramids. Uh, that's a lie. Because they they found dinosaur bones inside some of the pyramids. So, I don't know. I think it was... They I don't found- think they used dinosaurs. I think they definitely used dragons, though. It's a possibility, but I think that... There actually is a, a, a theory that there's actually an energy source inside the center pyramid, I think, that actually um, is an energy source to well, energize a lot of stuff. It's There's like a whole bunch of shit. And it's also a beacon, so they can find their way back. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's like... It, Perfectly aligns. There's like, there's so much. Shit. It lines up with Orion's belt. We know. There's so much shit that like with alignment and position, and there's actually like saying that uh, there's actually 
not just one uh, sphinx. There's actually two. There's one where it is right now, and then there's one on the opposite side facing the opposite direction that uh, is actually was just covered up. Um, and that the sphinx is not actually a human face. It actually was a lion because it's unproportional. Do you know Napoleon body. Bonaparte shot the nose off of it with a cannon? Actually, not true. Really? Yep. Damn. Not true at all. Another conspiracy. It's actually not true. They actually did not do that. I wouldn't put it past them, though, little bastard. But, no, they, uh, like, it actually, they're saying that the the Sphinx, from some of the dating, they're actually saying that it's possibly, it's possible that it is actually older than, um, than the pyramids themselves. Right. Like predating them by like 1,200 years. And there, there was another one that I had on the list, but I was like, I don't really want to get into that because it's still pretty fresh because it's still going on. But that uh, a coronavirus is actually a bioweapon designed by the Chinese government, which I wouldn't put it past them. Mm, true. I mean, our government's done some pretty shitty stuff. So. <laughs> oh, we have. <laughs> we definitely have. I mean, yeah. But if you want more on the whole, like, dude, I mean, we could do more conspiracies. Like, we can get into some heavy duty shit. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's fucking. But some of the stuff I actually believe. Like, if the alien stuff, like, come do on. Do you think that the Queen of England's actually a lizard? Fuck no. I wouldn't put it past her. No. Is she? Is she? You know, inbred? Yes. You know, her family was all. They're all. F- they're ha- the Habsburgs. Yeah. Yeah, they're all. They're all from Germany, and yeah. they, they all. Well. That kind of gets into why Prince Charles is a vampire because they're all descendants of uh, Vlad the Third. So, huh. possibly. Yeah. That's why they're also cannibals. So, uh. a lot of weird shit with the royals. And you know what? what? You know who doesn't give a fuck about anything that goes on with them other than the conspiracy fun stuff? This guy. Because <laughs> uh, last time I checked, we uh, we don't answer to England anymore. Well, that's so probably why Harry. Fuck the royal family. That's probably why Harry was like, "Yeah, I'm checking out. Fuck you." I think he checked out because he's like, "Yeah, my uncle's like a crazy old perv, and I don't want to be involved with any of this stuff." And my dad might be too. They're going. My down. dad definitely had my mom killed. Ooh, that is a big one. That is a big one, but I also believe it. Ah, uh, yeah. Because she was gonna leave, and they're like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, bitch." Yeah, no. Be a, a shame if you had a quote unquote unfortunate car accident. Yeah, it's like, uh, what was it? Um, so you know how like, us listening to fucking you know Jones and everything else. You know, <laughs> you how- see, a lot of people like you shouldn't listen to Alex Jones. He's an asshole. It's like you got to listen to him because he's fun to listen to. But he's also- and he's also not wrong all the time. Because shit that he was talking about, <laughs> you know? the the so called. FEMA camps, yeah, they are actually fucking real, and and the governor Cuomo was fucking actually talking. Fredo, yeah. <laughs> that is still the funniest thing yes. that Trump has ever said. Yes, like because it's like you're just gonna like compare him to the most useless fucking character from The Godfather ever. I should have been a Godfather, and then they just fucking shoot him in the head you in the boat. Ever, <laughs> ever. Look what they did to my boy. You ever oh, go against shot the Michael family up. again? Not Michael. Was it Michael they shot up? No. Was, uh, Sonny. Sonny. Yeah. Sorry. Sonny. <laughs> no. Like he he basically said, if did you actually listen to any of the shit he ta- was talking about? I, I watched a what thing. They, what was going to happen in, in like within the next I don't know month or whatever? He was saying like what what they had in place, what they were working out for the plan for everybody for New York. 
which was the infected would be going to these yes facilities. There's like 20 of them set up across the country. Yeah, they'd be going to the facilities of like, holy fuck, the FEMA camps. Because they're, they're, they're for, you know, to take I, care of you. Then they said that the, the uh, prisoners would be digging mass graves. They're going to dig mass graves for the dead bodies. Th- then they said, oh, we're also working on something where there's going to be um, f- freezer trucks or something like that yeah. going around the city and picking up bodies. You know what? That's fucking true. Yeah. They actually are doing that. Yeah. Um, I definitely watched a press conference with him where he's talking about um, we need we need 20,000 ventilators. Uh, Washington, D.C. has got 30,000. They just won't send them to us. And we're short on all these other supplies. And he's like, we're short on latex gloves. We're short on N95 masks. We're short on this. We're short on that. And then when the camera pans back from him, he's in a fucking warehouse, literally sitting in front of racks upon racks upon racks of N95 masks and gloves. And there's fucking all kinds of the shit that they're, quote, short on. But he's sitting in a fucking warehouse full of it. It's like, so why are you short on it? How come you guys are using fucking prison labor to make hand sanitizer, but not letting the public use it? Why is it only going to government facilities? It's like... The motherfuckers in Comstock are making it. Why aren't you distributing it to people? Oh, no. Like the public. Those fuckers are making that. Yes, they are. No way. It's uh, Danamora and... uh, uh, So they have the mountain lion actually watching them? Yeah. The predator watching the predators? Yeah. Because you know the mountain lion would fucking eat all those guys. They wouldn't be able to stand a chance. What are you talking about? The mountain lion? Yeah, the mountain lion outside of Comstock. Oh, that wasn't even... Dude, that was in Utah. No, there was one outside. It, of- it was in Utah. It was a somebody faked it. Oh, but they're they're using the guys at Great Meadows, which is in Comstock. Yeah, I know. And at Danamora, they're they're making hand sanitizer, like fucking gallon jugs of it, and it's just going to like government employees and government facilities. They're not giving it to the public, and they're like, "Well, we're short on all this stuff. Stop fucking sitting on it." It's like, what about our oil reserves? Why are we paying fucking three dollars a gallon for gas when we got? Fucking hundreds of thousands of barrels. Well, not anymore, but we got hundreds of thousands of barrels of the shit stockpiled in the fucking Midwest. Open that shit up. I'd like to see it at a dollar thirty nine again. Tennessee, it already is. But anyway, I told you guys. You just had to wait a little bit that I was going to go full Alex Jones, but I did. <laughs> this 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 right here is they got the real- directed energy weapons. This is which they the actually real- do. Those yes. fucking sound cannons, and they're fucking scary. This is the real Kevin's right this here. Is. <laughs> <laughs> we did put the tinfoil hats on. It's actually aluminum foil because you can't what, use tin anymore. Whatever. Fine. But the only problem is aluminum isn't as helpful because tin actually reflects the radiation. Aluminum enhances it. See, and this is the first time we're actually talking. That's about why it. you got to do aluminum, but you got to embed it with crystals. <laughs> and then you put it on. You look like a right dickhead. But the voices stop. Uh, see, th- Speaking of that, there's a homeless dude in Rutland. I yes, know, I know you've I seen know, him. I know, I know. He's a good guy. He's a, you know, he's a great guy. He's fucking weird, though. He's, uh, uh, I don't know, he's like six foot three or something. Yeah. Big, big, tall dude. Yeah. Uh, probably in his mid-50s, I'd something say. Like that, yeah. uh, when I worked at KFC, he used to come in and shower in our men's room. Um, and yep. he always, okay, so he puts duct tape over his ears. Yep. And one day, me being... The dickhead I was when I was 18 years old went, hey, why do you put duct tape on your ears? 
And he said, well, it's a long story, but I put it there so that I can't hear my own thoughts. And I went, that's cool. And I walked away. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, it yeah. is true. He does do that. And I also uh, I worked at a gas station when we lived up in Virgins. Mm-hmm. And I had a uh, probably an hour and 45-minute conversation with a guy about his alien implants. And I just kept feeding him fucking coffee. <laughs> I didn't even charge him. My boss is like, he's like uh, so what are you guys talking about? I'm like, dude, this guy's got alien implants. He's been contacted by the government of more than one country to meet with these beings and work out diplomacy. Wow, I mean... And I'm like, dude, he's gotta, from Ferrisburg. You gotta, <laughs> hey, listen. He's, huh. he's, he's a Joe Schmo from fucking Vermont. Fucking farmer. You know, yep. he, listen, you got to have somebody. And, well, they chose... Might as well be every man, you know? I mean... Fucking Joe Sixpack. Just go meet with them. Talk to the Nordics. Talk to the Pleiadians. It's just how it happens. You know? Okay. Fucking video chat with the reptilians. You got to talk to all of them. Oh, fuck them. That's why you video chat, so they don't eat you. That's true. Because they feed on your fear. Anyway. (laughs) So. Hey, I just want to let you all know, this is what Kevin and Kevin do when we're driving in a vehicle. Yeah, pretty close. But. The phones go off. Yeah, the phones get shut the fuck <laughs> off, dude. And so, because, we're actually going to get a visit Here's from another someone. one. Here's another one. Everybody's like, oh, the government's not listening to you. Have a conversation with somebody about a product. Just a random product. Mention it five, six times. Then go on fucking Facebook and see what the first ad is that pops up. Exactly. Yep. Or fucking search something one time on your phone. Well, that, your- that, that's algorithms. I understand that. When you're talking about no, no, something, no, 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 no. search something on a different on a different device. Search it on your fucking computer. Then you go to your phone and you happen to check Facebook on your phone and guess what the fuck pops up. But that's algorithms because your accounts are connected between different devices. You know what? Fuck you. When you mention something like you're talking about, I don't know, Purina dog food. Uh-huh. And you mentioned Purina dog food. That sucks. Five, six times. Made you know, from like fucking goddamn horses. All the different types of Purina dog food. And then you hope open fucking Facebook and all of a sudden, you got ads for fucking Purina dog food. It's fucked, and I don't like it. I don't need to do it. Anyway, speaking of Facebook, <laughs> um, so you can check us out on Facebook. We're a Dark Windows podcast. Um, uh, in case we lost any of you guys, I apologize, but I had a lot of fun. And you can blame Justin for mysterious circumstances for this, because I went down a rabbit hole, and then I found an intersection, I and then went down another one, and there was a road close sign, so I took another left there. Listen, yeah. I know there's a Shit couple guys on that you know are part of the Facebook page. <laughs> I guarantee they'll be like, "You think that's fucking bad?" Yeah. There's there's a few guys on there that will will be like, "Will one up us?" Yeah. I guarantee. And if you do want to one up us, go for it. Post that shit on the Facebook page. Did you know that Mothman was created by the Russians to try to scare American citizens? I don't fucking. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't deny it. Yeah. Those I fucking commie it. bastards. Anyway. Um, and Bigfoot's really an alien. No, he's not. Bigfoot's a flesh and blood creature. Let's get that <laughs> fucking right where it needs to be. Anyway, talk about headphones. Yes. So this is one of those episodes where you're going to need those fucking headphones. Yeah. So go over to Or the speaker. Or this. No. Get fucking wild, dude. Sit on your stoop while you're quarantined and just make your neighbors listen to it. All right. Yes. <laughs> go to studio.com. Check out their headphones, earbuds, or a speaker, as Kevin says. Yeah. Put them, whatever you find. Oh, you're gonna find something. Put it in your checkout basket. Go to the checkout, or put it in your basket. Go to checkout and put the promo code of Dark Windows 15 in to get 15 percent off your entire order. Because you know 
Why the hell not? Yeah. And if you want to send me fifteen ninety nine directly, I will make you a tinfoil hat and send it to you in the mail. Because <laughs> I'm out of work for at least three weeks, and I'm going to have to find shit to do. I could probably make it out of beer cans. Yeah. That'd be rad. Darkwindowspod.threadless.com. Get a fucking t-shirt. Yes. Or if you got kids, get them a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Or if you got little kids, get them a onesie, because we got them shits, too. We got all of them shits. Get a sweatshirt. Uh-huh. Get a skateboard. Uh-huh. Get a stickers. Ooh. Get a notebooks. Ooh. Nice. <sighs> Patreon.com forward slash Dark Windows Podcast, and you can listen to us talk about more weird shit, just different topics. And if you want to <laughs> harass us, go over to Facebook. Dark Windows Podcast. You can text Kevin Hire, 802-558. Go to go to Dark Windows Podcast on uh, Facebook and uh, you can harass us. I'm Kevin H. He's Kevin Carlton. Yeah. I'm Kevin Hire. He's Kevin Carlton. That's right. And uh, you can put him right towards us and be like, you know, hey, 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 look, you you fucking creepy bastards you know we're creepier than you are or if you wish to further cyber bully us you can email us at darkwindowspod.gmail. i'm sorry darkwindowspod at gmail.com tried it once won't again yeah exactly three stars it's okay it's not great um you know what though i think we're pretty damn good for a mediocre podcast fucking right <laughs> possibly but i get better I, I try to get better you know i i know that i, I don't have to because i already am you whatever you fuck know, you it's just how it works i try you know Try harder. I'm trying. Try I am, harder. I am, try I am. harder. I'm try sorry, harder. people. I try. Try harder. But anyway, so we're also on Twitter. Occasionally. And, and the Instagrams. Occasionally. Yes. We're Dark Windows Pod. For both. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them. Um, what yeah. else? Um, I think yeah. we got it all. I think we did. Uh, we're going we're gonna to put our tinfoil hats away now. I'm not. I'm going to sleep in this shit. Because <laughs> that's when they get you. They get you when you got your fucking lights out. Listen, my my whole house protected. See, the thing is, you can't wrap the inside of your house with tinfoil to protect the protect yourself from the voices and the aliens, because then it just looks like you're growing weed. I learned that from Trailer Park Boys. But anyway, so with that being said, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. I was, you know, going to try to be like Seth and interrupt you, but you're not Seth. Don't even fuck it. I can't do it. You can't. <sighs> to be the man, you got to beat the man. Well, Fucking listen. cage match. I can set it up. Uh-uh. All of us are out of work, dude. Listen. Fucking backyard wrestling in my back lawn. We're going to start hobo hey. fights. No. Hobo. F- okay. <laughs> That's our Patreon episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> goodbye. Uh, we love y'all. Bye-bye. <laughs>